0: Hey everyone, real quick, I want to let you know that today's podcast is brought to us by the good folks at Parallax. Now Parallax is operation software for your digital services shop, and they help sales work with the team. So it, I got to tell you, if you want somebody who gets nerdy about forecasting and resource planning. You want to talk to Parallax, they're going to help you get your shit together. Also, we are brought to you today from our good friends at Platform SH. When it comes to front-ends, back-ends, websites, apps, whatever, they're going to help you get your product off the ground and help you scale it. They're that kind of a host. So with that, let's get on with the show. Yeah, I was a talented asshole, Gene.
1: I don't believe it.
0: You know what changed?
1: Did I'm you? not talented it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
1: was a that was a long setup.
0: No, but it's true, man. That's the thing. It was like when I wrote that uh, issue of the newsletter last week. I was like going, "Shit, all of these things on this checklist." kind of (laughs) me.
1: so when did you realize in your professional career that you weren't really talented
0: hey hey whoa 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 that i was an asshole i was always (laughs) talented jerk oh my god who's the asshole now
1: i'm trying to play the part
0: (laughs) no i was uh i don't do
1: subtlety as well as you
0: oh yeah you do pretty good okay thank you you do pretty good um so figure, you know, I did the theater thing, all that shit, um, Mm -hmm. going in and realizing that I wanted to have more of a career that I wasn't going to be great at theater Mm -hmm. and decided I would just, you know, get good at presenting in business situations. So I became really good at getting clients to say yes and getting approvals Mm -hmm. within about a round and a half of revisions. Like I could take a first round of something to a client and come back with some modifications, not changes, just like alter some stuff. And so I started sitting with art directors and writers, and I, I was the only account service person who was back in the art department all the time. Cause I would ask him, why does this work? Mm-hmm. Why did you do this? What, what do you think this is the impact of this will be mm. right. And then I would take that and know what I knew about the clients and what their goals were. Gotcha. And I would marry them and I would say, the reason why this is going to help you accomplish this increase in your closing rate is because it's going to make people understand that this is an emotional win for them, Mm. that they're going to be able to put their money here, still have access to it, whatever it might be. Um, Because we had a lot of banking clients, so it was always about, you know, am I going to make money? Am I going to this, that? Right, right. Let's put pool water on the envelope and people will think, oh, I'm going to build a pool, Um, whatever it might be. But... Um, <laughs> what I didn't realize was I was only nice to the people in the company that I was working with and anybody else. I was a jerk. Mm. But you said, when did I find out? I found out when the company hired this group called Stop at Nothing, which we jokingly called Stop While There's Something Left. Okay. I and, got and Stop at Nothing was basically like an organizational consultant who we didn't really have an org chart, um, but they put one together. And then anybody who was considered, I was 24, considered at a certain level in the organization, regardless of title, um, they did in-depth interviews with everybody in the company. And I had the exclusive privilege of being considered the salvation Of the advertising agency, I was the smartest person, the best person, the person who was going to take us to the highest of heights by half of the organization. By the other half, I was the devil incarnate. I was spineless. I had no talent. I was just kissing up. And I realized that day I may treat people differently.
1: Mm. There you go. Mm. Talented asshole. Do you still do that? Do you still treat people Uh, differently? uh, just the people who deserve it yeah i was waiting for that
0: well <laughs> it was funny because my boss i remember he came in and he goes hey we got this uh i'm sure you've seen the report on how people feel about you
1: oh shit
0: <laughs> There's and a, like, it's about like, 20 pages <laughs> i was like yeah i saw it wait mm. it, I mean, you got to figure there were 40 people at this company and Uh everybody had like at least a few sentences to say. Uh Um, And what he said to me was, well, here's the good news. At least I know who to fire now. (laughs) Wow. And I was like, you can't do that, man. I've got to talk to all these people, but you don't really, I think, and I know we're, we're diving right in here, but I think sometimes you don't realize, you know, Mm-hmm. that you're doing that to somebody that you're being that way. But I remember somebody would come into my office and say, Hey, I need help with this. And I was like, yeah. And I need help finishing my job. So wow. I'm going to do my thing. Really? You, you go do your thing wow. and then we'll see which one of us is able to do our job on our own. Hmm. Hmm. I do remember saying that to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not, you're not like that anymore. No, that, that report that slap in the face of how people saw me when I was 24. So that was humbling. Oh my God. I think that was the biggest course correction of my whole life. Wow.
1: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's good to go through that.
0: Yeah. So that was good. What, what, what about you? When was the time where you were a complete jerk? And if you don't have one, I got a list brother. No, but, but have you ever been through that where you just like realized at one point, Oh, I'm the asshole.
1: I have never uh, in the moment, like, like what it sounds like you, like someone showing you or like in a moment where there's enough time to like make amends. Cause it sounds like you were, you were able to like, Oh shit. Let me go talk to these people or whatever. For me, it's always like, you know, months later. And I think back, man, I was kind of shitty or I made some really, you know the decisions i made were based on just me being a dick or whatever <laughs> yeah. um never never enough time to go back and correct it um so for me it's always like yes those those moments exist but it's like months later and i'm like oh shit that's why they won't return my emails and texts anymore yeah cuz they don't
0: like me cuz Cause, cause i i treated them that way
1: yeah um, you know what? And yeah. Here's the
0: thing. When I went back and normally it was other people who did what I did, right? I was an account executive and it was the other account executives who I just did not have time for. It was my boss actually, who a lot of times I did not have time. Well, the one the woman who was in charge of me, not the actual owner of the company. I only considered the owner of the company my boss. I never considered the person I reported to my boss. And this was a problem too. But I I pretty much met with... Everybody and just apologized and said, Look, I was just so focused. I just thought what I was doing was so important. And obviously, I'm hurting the company because I'm not sharing things that I find work and I'm not learning from others, you know, things that they've done that have worked. So, let me ask you this though Were you,
1: by your own definition, were you, when you were like that, were you successful in your
0: role or for the company? I would say in my microcosm, I was wildly successful. I went in, I focused, I made sure that I understood exactly why something Mm -hmm. was right. I never hammered a client, but I always willed them into the the right Mm -hmm. place. I played tennis with them on the weekends. You Mm -hmm. know, I did whatever it took to be able to get that job done. But at the same time, I was creating a cultural rift Within the organization, within the company of people who liked me and people who hated me. Mm-hmm. And that, so in the microcosm, yeah, I probably did what I was hired to do. I mean, I got I got courted by national firms. So I definitely had a reputation for being able to build budgets, for being able to get clients to say yes mm-hmm. to all kinds of stuff, which was always in their interest too. I never mm-hmm. like took anybody down to a bad path, sure. even when I was an ass. And but, but I hurt the rest of the company. So I think the company overall probably didn't see a net increase, probably saw a net loss because mm. I gave people bad days. Mm. And you know what it is when you have a bad day. You don't do a good job. Right,
1: right. But, I, but I, my point was that I think – You think I should
0: still be an asshole. I see what I you're mean, saying.
1: You, you've got a ways to go, man. No, I think um, – <laughs> we we tend to do these things and and make these type of mistakes when we're when we're experiencing success right
0: yeah cockiness call it, man call it
1: hubris cockiness whatever it is that's when that comes out that's when that monster comes out um when everything's going right and then all of a sudden bam you know <laughs> something something happens or whatever and the shit falls apart and you know then yeah. you're like all down and you know whatever but but yeah you tend to make the most of these mistakes and stuff whenever you know Things are going well. You're closing deals or whatever, and you're like, "I don't got time for you." You know exactly.
0: Yeah, I've got to. I got to close this. I got to do this. And you even get to a point where you start punching up. Oh yeah. People who've been at the organization for a long time who are who are responsible for why the company exists. Right, right. And you're yet like, you convince you. yourself you convince yourself you're why the company exists, and you've been right. there for eighteen months. Right, right. Simmer down sunshine.
1: Yeah, this guy built this lady built this company like 12 years ago. But I'm we more didn't important say, than
0: you yeah, we didn't say Carl will be here next year. Let's go ahead and move into the big tower yeah. and rent out the 38th floor. <laughs> right, right. Because Carl is coming and it will <laughs> oh, be okay.
1: Yeah, sign that lease, man. We got Carl. We
0: got oh man. <laughs> That's awesome. God. But you man. know what? But at the, at that time, and and you kind of believe it, you know. But Mm -hmm. so, so one of the things when I was looking at that episode or that issue last week of the newsletter, sign up for the newsletter, kids, it's fantabulous. Uh, (laughs) Thanks, Gene. Um, Bennett Tepper, I think Bennett, Bennett Tepper, Mm. um, Bennett sounds cool, but I think Bennett's probably his name. Um, He did all this research on, uh, it was more on managers that were jerks, Mm. right? And he coined this term, um, abusive supervision, and basically he said these. Are, this is the impact, and I think it goes beyond that. Um, and I, I don't. I think what he was doing was researching what you could if if you have an employee who is abusive. Well, yeah, right. You might not be able to define it as easily or whatever, but to me, it was the the exact same. So I kind of looked at what he had he'd researched, what other people said about what he did. Um, and then just my own experiences, but I think when you start to look at it, just like you asked, when you have somebody who is a complete jerk, even if they're really good at their job, Mm -hmm. it just derails everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. You worked with a jerk before you had a a jerk in the, in the mix. Uh,
1: yes. Um, yes, (laughs) talented people. Um, yeah, it it can run the gamut between like, like super talented people who, you know, their opinion can never be wrong to the people that, you know, their ideas are always the best <laughs> to, to the people that have, you know, they've had success for a long time. And then like, we're, we're never doing anything any different than the way I do it. And if you if you think your way is better than mine, then screw you. You know, I'll just ignore you or or make you feel stupid or whatever. Because they um, were threatened, right? Probably. Yeah. Probably is the case. But you know, we've downright uh, you know, grouchy ass individuals. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but those are easier to spot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. And then and then if you've got if you've got that cranky person, you right, and and, and that's the thing. Sometimes they're super personable mm. and two faced as hell. Mm-hmm. And that's the other one, right? It's mm-hmm. like you get this person who's, I mean, we've had developers that we worked with that whoever they reported to, they were the mm-hmm. nicest, you know, basically mm-hmm. following kindergarten rules, always great, but refused yeah. to work with anybody else.
1: Right. Or just you know, lorded and, over everybody with the keys to the kingdom or whatever. Yeah. Little, oh,
0: I'm going to get it done. Yeah. Right. Or they always tell you it's going to take twice as long, All right. And then they miraculously figured it out <laughs> how to do oh, it. Yeah. You
1: That's know what
0: I mean? It's like the, the there's old, always. I've actually
1: coached people to to utilize the Scotty principle. Uh, you're familiar with this, right? Like Scotty from Star Trek. It's like, okay, I-, I didn't.
0: I didn't think it was the dog. <laughs> it's the Scotty
1: from Star Trek. Oh, where, right. Where, where Kirk's always like, "I need more," and Scotty's like, "Dude, this is." It's all she's got, you know, whatever. I and can't do like, it, Captain. Yeah, I think she's like, going to blow. He's
0: like, give me a second. I shoved the wiener in the warp drive. Yeah. Everything's fine. And
1: then suddenly, you know, 30 <laughs> seconds later, it's like ready to go. And he could do it at any time.
0: He could. He just, just needed that pressure. Yeah. But but when you've got that person <laughs> who does that, and um, I remember we had a developer that, you know, everybody's like, we've got to knock down the silos. Mm. Some people like silos. Yes. And while you're trying to break them down, they're all cask of amontillado building them back up around themselves yeah. so that you they they just don't want to work with a team. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because now uh, this article came out in the um, it was shared in the Bureau of Slack channels. I think it was a Wall Street Journal article about people who were holding down two full time jobs.
1: <laughs> you know, I just saw, a, yeah, it was in the Slack channel. I saw that and I was like.
0: Bullshit! <laughs> it's like that's well, why <laughs> i mean it's like okay so somebody said well it's it's really two 15 hour a week jobs mm. and they like is it mm-hmm. or, and is it really happening as much as the wall street journal saying or did that just seem like a really sexy article to put out there mm. lots of clicks mm-hmm. but when i looked at it, i mean i remember people who you know this is a different kind of asshole but they just they lie right they like say it's gonna take longer and then they just don't it doesn't or whatever but but this is the thing it's like so then yeah. it had this like 15 uh list of 15 things to determine if somebody is abusive or not and all of them are pretty straightforward obvious mm-hmm. ridicules others tells teammates their thoughts or feelings are stupid right, right. <laughs> oh lots of hard research in this one mr tepper well done but but the thing is, um, I don't think anybody realized his real research wasn't the list. The list gets put out there all the time. It was the overall impact in the company that one person can cause up to 20% of the team to leave.
1: I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. I've seen it. Yeah. that's When,
0: when bad people stay, good people leave.
1: Mm-hmm. And the cranky clients thing. Um, yeah. It, it's It's weird. Like. When someone's left your your company and then like you kind of make the rounds back with your clients and they're like, Oh, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Like, we yeah. did not like that person. I'm so glad we were gonna fire you guys.
0: <laughs> You're oh, like well right. mm. and sometimes <laughs> it's that person. So sometimes that person, because of who they are, they get elevated externally. Mm-hmm. Right. So they may have oh yeah, yeah, yeah blogs that they're writing or they may be speaking at events or they may be um you know publishing videos or they may be Mm -hmm. the number one this type of developer in the world oh yeah or they may be you know publishing this kind of content that all the other developers are just crazy about um and clients go we want to work with that person Mm -hmm. and then they meet that person Mm -hmm. right? right and they're like I don't mm. want to work with that person. Well, that's the person who can do the thing that you wanted. So you feel you feel like you're on the hook. But I, I'm gonna tell you, there is a, a type of asshole worse than the untalented. Oh, I blew it. <laughs> Rewind that. There's another type of asshole worse than the talented asshole. Do you know mm. what kind, Gene? <laughs> uh, you want to guess?
1: The untalented asshole.
0: <laughs> the untalented asshole. Man, yeah. I just blew that. But you know, those exist too. The people who everybody's just like, I'll deal with it tomorrow. You know they right, don't, right? For whatever reason, they just that's, hang out.
1: That's probably me, honestly.
0: No, <laughs> you're not an asshole. <laughs> Wait, what?
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I get you, man. Yeah, I've had some of those too. That just like mm. can't really do the things that they claim they could do. I will say this too about the other, uh, not not maybe maybe unintentional asshole. Okay.
0: You were ref- you were referencing
1: <laughs> you were referencing uh like industry. Like industry famous people or whatever. Yeah, I've uh, they shall remain nameless. But I, yeah, other remain nameless. But um, you and
0: I, not famous, by the way.
1: No, no, never was. Just uh,
0: acknowledge that.
1: So I had this client reach out to us, sing this person's praises. Like we've been working with this person, everything they've done is golden. It is awesome, but it just doesn't work. Could you guys just take a look at it? And like fix this little bit. So we're like, cool. And we take a look. We're like, man, I'd like to come behind this person, take a look at it. And we're like, the reason it doesn't work is because there's nothing here. It's all fake. <laughs> and anyway, just having to tell that, that client that like, well, you know, all the, when you build an app and there's like all the stuff, all the programming yeah. that should exist, you don't have any of that stuff.
0: So we're going to coin a new term. That's the untalented sweetheart.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: They couldn't do it. Yeah. I just built a prototype. Yeah, exactly. And said, yeah, uh, we just have to hook up the data now. I'm going to take six weeks and head out to Mexico. I'll see you later. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh my goodness. So what did you do? How did you respond to that person that asked you to to check up on them?
1: Well, I, I called, well, I called the, you know, the person in question and, you know, just said, Hey, you know, what's the real deal here?
0: (laughs) What's going on?
1: Yeah. And they fessed up and then, you know, we helped them. We didn't
0: fessed up. Did they say, I don't know what I'm doing?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we didn't throw them under the bus and we, we work with them and it all worked out, but
0: (laughs) it was, we were like, how hard could it be?
1: Yeah. But we were like, you're an asshole. Like you took this. And and that's what I mean by the unintentional. Was there
0: any money left for you? That's the worst.
1: Not a, not as much as we wanted.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> we already gave the person who didn't yeah. do anything all of our money. So, could you uh, do this kind of as a favor? I know. And actually build the thing we paid them to do.
1: Yeah, I've done that too. But but it's the person and and you you know if you're working in a larger organization, you'll probably see this where there's this person and maybe they're in charge, maybe they're a manager, or whatever, and they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> You know what I mean? But you are sort of under them or you come behind them or you work on the things that they then go take credit for or whatever. And they're not like, they're not bad people. Like this person, I mean, this was a great, like good, a friendly person, like, you know, somebody you'd love to hang out with. Um, couldn't say really anything bad about them other than, you know, then they just couldn't do what they signed up for. But, but the, you know, and and there's a fine line between like, like I, you know, I came up as a graphic designer self-taught web designer, or whatever there's a level of like yeah i don't know how to do that but i know how to figure out how to do that so yeah i can take this on <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean and you'll just get it done if you have to stay up all night and learn something new or whatever but you get it yeah. done there's there's part of that but then there's a level of that that's just like too far where it's like yeah but you can't learn python in 24 hours you know what i mean like it's just too much for you you know and you got to know when when like you're outclassed or or just not, should not be doing the job or whatever.
0: I can it's, figure out how to build heat-resistant tiles.
1: Yeah, exactly. This isn't going
0: to be an issue.
1: Yeah, those astronauts will be okay. They'll be fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, I, I mean, we we worked with somebody who I would say was a talented misfit. Yeah,
1: there you go. Not necessarily an asshole, but the, talented the, end, result is, the end result is asshole. Who
0: learned Pearl overnight. Oh, he was like, you know, I think Pearl would be a better solution for this. And I walked in the next morning and he's asleep with his hand on a keyboard, oh, a, a working yeah. model of the product and a Pearl book that's just like been demolished. <laughs> I was like, OK, well, I go get you a change of clothes, sunshine. Yeah. What's yeah, with yeah, me and the sunshines all of a sudden? I don't know. About sunshine.
1: It's been raining in Florida, hasn't
0: it? So much. Oh, yeah. my God. So much. Thank you. That's exactly what it was. You know, there, okay. So there's another type of, I would say, dangerous person in an organization. That's a good term. You know who it is? The mascot. Oh. Hmm. This is the person who's been there forever, hmm. Hmm. who does the caricatures for everybody mm-hmm. on their birthday. Oh, no. But can't do their job. Right. And everybody just works around them and doesn't have the heart to say anything about it or if they do they do it in in closed circles because wow well, they've been here forever and who's going to do the caricatures at everybody's birthday if it, if it's not them
1: <laughs> i just realized i'm the mascot
0: and they make like you know 85 oh, grand oh, a yeah. year or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and and that could be you know a a great front-end developer or something and but no yeah We've got to make sure that that we have the mascot because they're the ones that always, you know, when it when we get together and we do our "tell us about yourself" thing, they always are the ones that wrote the song. Yeah, and we love it, mm-hmm. which is great, and I get it from a culture perspective. But what does that do to the yeah. everybody else who's He's like actually working every day? <laughs> and figures it out. Have yeah. you ever had, this is a good one. Have you ever had anybody in an accounting department or in uh, some they, other level of an accounting understanding department. or understanding the internal workings of the, of the shop that tells other people what uh, everybody's salaries are?
1: No, I've never had that, but that sounds, that sounds
0: fun. Did I ever tell you about the time I quit? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's because I I found out <laughs> They hired somebody making three times what I was using the money that I had earned for the company. I just remember going, wait, they that they're hiring somebody to come in to manage this client that I grew from uh, $300,000 to almost one and a half million dollars in two years. And now they're going to give the money to that person (laughs) to tell me how to do my job mean, right, maybe I wasn't an asshole. Maybe I was <laughs> upset for a reason. Bob and Bob. That's crazy, man. <sighs> I wouldn't say I'm missing it. Bob and Bob? Yeah. You've been missing a lot of work lately?
1: Office space. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. – that's, that's what we were doing. Uh, yeah, here. I got you. I'm sorry, man.
0: <sighs> Roll back the tape.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, don't hire assholes. Hmm
0: which also was the number one link, uh, the no asshole rule, that book, uh, I think 30% of the people who opened the newsletter, like went to look at that. And, and the thing is the no asshole rule, you would think you just look at the cover and you go, Oh, got it. Don't right. hire an asshole. But, um, it, I haven't read the book, Gene. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't want I don't want to be that person, but I hear there's good stuff in there. <laughs> About why you shouldn't hire people who aren't nice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What do you you think? I
1: agree. Um (laughs) yeah, but the basic list here, you you started rolling off of that. Um yeah, a lot of this is obvious, but uh uh the invades other people's privacy. Would that be up there with like uh, you know, telling everybody what everybody makes? Or or where is that going?
0: I would think so. I mean invades everybody's privacy is like telling somebody somebody's probably getting a divorce yeah yeah yeah. you know i mean anything like that now i again th- this list is more this doesn't necessarily have the talented side to it this is just the jerks right yeah I, I, one of my favorites is when they break promises and it's your fault mm-hmm. right any anything that involves a blame game i think is classic
1: yeah cool. and there's a difference there's a definite difference between uh managers like slash project managers and like production people like you know designers developers um or writers there's a there's a def, def, definite difference in the level of or type of assholery that you can get <laughs> <laughs> out of these people um from my experience
0: <laughs> well you know so I, i'll agree with you there and i think there's something else you need to um I've got another category here, the unexpected asshole. Why did did that person suddenly become an asshole? They've been great (laughs) for five years. Right, right. What happened? Where did they go? We had a writer that we worked with for a long time. And what was amazing was all of a sudden they weren't really good at their work anymore Mm -hmm. and they were upset with everyone. Uh, we uh, we kind of switched the type of writing they were doing, and we didn't realize that there were different categories. It sounds really silly now, but we took them from being more of a advertising, like a a print piece or a broadcast piece, and put them into direct mail. Right. They're like long form right. versus more creative. Not that direct mail is not creative, right. but right. you know, and um, they just hated their life all of a sudden, and we were like, I don't know might be time to go. What's wrong with you? <laughs> might be time to go. What about the what about the quiet person? Right? Have you ever I, no, I mean yeah. uh, besides period 3, what's the largest I mean period 3 is not huge, but what what's the biggest group you've ever been a part of with Iron Yard? Yeah, that would be the biggest. They had like I don't know 200 250 employees. Hundreds, yeah. 1, um, Hundred. Did you have people in there that you were just like I don't want to sit down and be in a meeting with that person? Yes yeah <laughs> most, all of them. most of them <laughs> but were, were you I was, looking yeah, in the awful. mirror were you looking yes. in the mirror when you oh, said yeah. that yeah, yeah. i that's, don't want to have a meeting that i'm in no <laughs> that's definitely
1: true. yeah that's definitely one of those scenarios i was talking about earlier where like a year later i was like i was a dick yeah and i shouldn't have been yeah um yeah i was i was very aloof and, and not right and it caused problems and um yeah some of those people probably won't be friendly to me ever again but um i mean they're, they're all very nice people so they probably would be but like
0: yeah you
1: know um in general probably not really going to be my friend you know
0: well you've got enough friends gene thank you i only need one
1: Aww. um yay! but that yeah the there but there were definitely people that um you know the, the, like the you know all this all the things on the list the manager type doing those things yeah that i was like i don't want to be part of that culture um but, you know, it's different. There's also like, like you're talking about an established agency that's been around for a while that you're part of and you're doing things in versus yeah. like a startup that's only been around for like a year or so. Um, there's lots of stuff that can happen, like people just being in a hurry and making mistakes and then yeah. how they deal with those things. Um it's different types of assholes, maybe. Um,
0: well, and even agitators versus assholes, right? Yeah, because you have, term, anytime you have a startup, you have to have um, – I'm trying to remember the, uh, the terms that I, I saw for this uh, – volatiles and stables. So you yeah, have like to have – otherwise, you have no reaction. If you only have stables, you have no reaction, right? Mm-hmm. You have to have a volatile in there to make things happen. But eventually things get to a point where you need the stables to take over and the volatiles got to take a hike, hike because you got there. You're at the point where yeah. things are established now and they're going to work. That's right. That's right. So that, that's a good point, right? It's like, and again, like take Steve Jobs. He's probably the most famous asshole. Mm-hmm. If you ever read about working with him, mm-hmm. holy crap, that guy. Yeah. Right. But he kind yeah. of accomplished a few things. So- <laughs> a few things. But that's the volatile. And then you know, you get him out, you get Cook in. Okay, Cook's definitely more of a stable. He's not mm-hmm. he's not gonna be bouncing all over the place yelling at people, telling them they're doing it wrong for even looks at what they did. Right. Um, so that's yeah, that's kind of crazy. But they haven't
1: exactly invented anything new since jobs has been gone. You know, it happens. Mm-hmm. But but to your point, like uh there's definitely a difference between starting something and maintaining something, right? Um oh yeah. Oh yeah. And definitely. I think I think um I don't know, I've like in terms of design shop or a shop or whatever, you know, we're calling them in the bureau. I think um, there's a difference between maybe the people that start the project versus the people that maintain and finish the project, you know, like that that type of person is very different. And that's a that's a tough area, I think, to manage between maybe the biz dev account rep person and then the people that like take it to the finish line. You know, and uh, how you how you keep the those two types of people in the mix throughout the process, so that the biz dev people are aware of what's going on, so they can do more biz dev, but then the people can actually get it done and build it. Those temperaments are different.
0: Yeah, very different. And you know, it's interesting too because what you're saying there about building something versus maintaining it—we're in a creative space, so people are going to have their ego involved if they mean to or not. Mm -hmm. And that mm-hmm. can elevate it. You know, another another uh, thing, now that people are working more remotely, sometimes people think, "Well, I get that that person's not the nicest, but we don't have to hang out with them. You know mm-hmm. what? They're still going to be there. Yeah, maybe you're not going to hear them munching chips at their desk, but they're still going to be on the call. They're right. still going to be involved with the client. Mm-hmm. They're still going to say things. Yeah. Like, you can throw somebody under the bus from 100 miles away. It's not tough. Yes. Yes. I do it all the time. (laughs) I do it too. We'll show you my technique (laughs) at some point. Gene, we're we're coming up on time. I don't know how that happened. There's nothing more Mm, fun than talking about. Talking about assholes. Everybody's got one.
1: No, nobody wants to.
0: (laughs) Okay. And if you can guess how many times we said the word asshole, you get to sign up to be a member at the Bureau. Love I'm it! I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a free month. Whoever says yeah. the right number of times we said asshole in this episode, yeah, yeah. asshole, that one counts. Um, yeah, whatever. I'm gonna give you a free month of membership. How do you like that one, Gene Crawford? Yeah. Give them a free newsletter. It's not something a jerk would do. I'll tell you that.
1: It isn't. That's pretty awesome of you. Yeah, sign up for the newsletter. Count yeah, the yeah.
0: assholes. <laughs> yeah, you won't believe the number of assholes it takes to become a member at the Bureau of Digital.
1: All of those assholes count too, by the way. They did. <laughs> <laughs>